not quite my temple. It's all good. No worries. Here we go. I am your father. Snakes. Why did it have to be snakes? I'm always gonna love you. I'm always gonna love you too. Expecto Patronum! We all believe we'd run into the burning building. Avengers! What is going on, you beautiful people? Welcome back into the Fanatic Film Review Podcast, a place where a film fanatic sits, talks about film, TV, entertainment, all of that jazz. Wow, it is it's the first episode of the year, and we are already into February. I've got some splaining to do, some updates to talk about, some things that we are going to talk about today, but I want to thank anyone that is listening to this, coming and taking the time to sit down and give this whole thing a listen. I really do appreciate it, and I appreciate it, all the loyal listeners who are coming back. My big New Year's resolution, one was to hit 1,000 subscribers on YouTube, which I haven't done yet, but I'm very, very close. Um, currently sitting at 965 as I record this. But my second New Year's resolution is to really push this podcast further and commit more to that because YouTube is cool, but it's a very taxing and time-consuming, whereas the podcast is more fun for me to just sit here, talk, get to know you guys better, and you know I want to create a community with the podcast. So that's kind of my big New Year's resolution is to like push the podcast further. And, and by New Year's resolution for this, I mean like, movie film critic new year's resolutions i have other like professional new year's resolutions and things like that but like for content for film and stuff like that it's it's to push the podcast further because i think podcasts are are really you know a nice kind of form of media you know i consume a lot of podcasts or you know at work and you know when i when i go to bed and when i'm in my car driving to work and things like that i consume a lot of podcasts so i appreciate any of you that have come and are listening and are uh, joining this community uh, and checking it out. So today, we don't have any like specific films to talk about. I'm gonna do kind of a rundown of Sundance. Give you guys like my top, give you probably my top ten films I saw at Sundance. Uh, I'm gonna give you guys just kind of an update on what's been going on in my life, why I haven't been doing the podcast, and then I have a really big announcement at the end of the podcast, which I'm really looking forward to. So. That's all going to be great, but first off, we'll just kind of get into what's been going on, why I haven't been posting, things like that. Um, Usually in January, everyone, you know, in the film community considers January a dumping ground for movies. Not a lot of movies come out. The movies that come out aren't that good. There's not a lot to really cover. So I usually take a break in January, not just from the podcast, but from YouTube, from going and seeing films, from writing, from I take a break from all of it because I push like really hard in December. December is, you know, the end of year with lists. It's Oscar season with movies. There's a lot coming out. There's a lot going on. So I usually push really hard in December to finish the year off strong. And then I want to kind of get with it, retool, you know, refresh, recharge for the new year. So I take time in January off. So that's the first thing. Now more specifically about the podcast. Um, First off, I was in Tucson for Christmas for about a week or so and then came back home 
and had to go back to work, get reacclimated. So that's been a lot. It's been the NFL playoffs. So I've been focusing more on work. Work's been more time consuming. There's been more going on. So I really haven't had the time to commit, which is is fine because work is my number one priority. So therefore, there just hasn't been time, which is fine. I mean, not the end of the world, no big deal at all. Uh, then on top of that, Sundance happened the last week and a half of of January. So I covered Sundance. I saw 23 films at Sundance, which is one more than I saw last year. And the difference between this year and last year was last year I saw, I think, six or seven short films. This year, all 23 were feature-length films or documentaries. So I watched a lot of hours of films, which was which was pretty crazy. But um, so I did that. And then I also had my parents in town for two weeks as well. So I was spending time with them. I wasn't really making any content at all. And you guys saw that on my YouTube channel as well. I didn't really make any content. I'm really now starting to re-push out content on YouTube. Um, but that's kind of really the basis of what it is. Sundance happened. The NFL playoffs were happening. It was a really busy time at work. I got back from vacation and had to reacclimate to work. Um, and I just, you know, also it's like I get tired. <laughs> like I'm tired on the weekends, you know, work's really, you know, work is work, you know, when you work a full-time job, nine to five, not even nine to five for us. We work, we work pretty long hours in the sports, in sports media, but everyone in sports media works long hours. That's not just us. But when you work long hours, of course, you're going to be tired. And then on top of that as well, I'm looking for, I'm now in the search for a new apartment, getting ready to move, which is coming in April. So there's a lot going on that takes away from the podcast because I still consider YouTube the priority. But on top of YouTube, I consider writing for Music State Driving a priority, which is what I did for Sundance. Wrote 11 pieces for Sundance, five full written, no, six full written reviews, and five recaps. If you not check those out, go to Music State Drive-In. Check out my author page. Just look up my name. Jack Lauderay, and all my posts will be up there from Sundance, which is really great. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of all that happened, why I haven't been on the podcast game. I plan on really pushing the podcast hard the rest of the year. Um, and yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to what I am potentially planning. I don't know yet. I'm going to see what I want to do, if I want to revamp certain things, if I want to start doing some social media things. I'm not fully sure yet. So that's kind of to be determined. But for now, we are going to continue with trying to at least get one one uh, out a week. But we also have, again, a special announcement coming out at the end of, at the, end of the episode. Um, but that's it with that. Let's, let's talk about Sundance. I really had a good time at Sundance this year. I did it again with my mom. She, that's mainly why my parents came out was so my mom could experience Sundance, uh, again, because, you know, I don't talk about this a lot, but my mom was the movie buff before I was the movie buff. She loves movies. The Oscars and the Golden Globes and all the award shows were like big events, uh, at our house, when I was younger, you know, like those were the nights when mom would go up in her room, we'd make her a nice dinner and she'd watch the award shows. And so to now, now for me to be a big film buff and to do this with her 
is a lot of fun. We did Sundance last year together. We did South by Southwest last year together. Uh, I'm not doing South by Southwest this year. It just doesn't work with my work schedule. But we did Sundance again this year, which was a lot of fun, and I really enjoyed and I'm glad that she was here to do it. Um, so we saw 23 feature-length films, um, and... Yeah, that, that's just insane. That's one more than we saw last year. But again, last year, I watched six short films on my own. So 22 minus 6, 22, 21, 20, 19, 6. So six, we watched 16 feature-length films last year. This year, we watched 23 feature-length films. We saw some really good stuff. Um, last Sundance last year was the first film festival since COVID. So they're really, the, the quality of film, it just wasn't there. Because a lot of like, films just weren't weren't made in 2020 and that's not taken away from some of the great films we saw like mass like coda which are getting you know oscar and dafta and sag kind of love not taken away from those but like we saw some real stinkers at sundance and last year this year you can definitely tell that the quality was upped there was a lot more bigger films with bigger names from bigger studios that came out and it was great because there was maybe two maybe three films of the 23 that i saw that i really didn't like honestly the rest of the films were salvageable at best um but either entertaining or were good i mean there were like the top 10 films i'm going to talk about we're all good films, good things about them. And I think my top three are really good. Maybe top five, honestly, are really good. So I'm going to run through them. I'm not going to go that deep in them. I did a video on everything I watched at Sundance, my YouTube channel, which didn't get any views at all. It's got like 20. So cool. If you have not watched that video, go watch. I talk about all 23 movies I saw. But we're going to just run through the top 10. Um, at 10 is Lucy and Desi. It's the documentary about Lucille Ball, Desi Arnaz, directed by Amy Poehler. I thought it was great. I really enjoyed it. Um, I liked how it focused on both Lucy and Desi. Um, a lot of documentaries focus on Lucy and Desi, but it's really just about Lucy. Whereas this one really broke down kind of Desi and his involvement in the life of Lucy, but also his life and what he had to go through and what he did. And it was really a documentary about both, which I really liked and really enjoyed. Uh, number nine is 892, which features an incredible performance from John Boyega and uh, the final performance from Michael Kenneth Williams before he uh, passed away. John Boyega is great in this. I think this is probably career best performance from him. It's incredibly tense. It's very sad at the end and shocking and based on a true story. I really liked it. I think that the tension was built extremely well. Really nice movie. And uh, yeah, it was my ninth favorite. Uh, number eight, Good Luck to Leo Grande is probably the most heartwarming film of the festival. Not most heartwarming because that's number one, but it's one of the most warm films. And it stars Emma Thompson along with, I need to say his name, Daryl McCormick. Um, it's like just them two. It's in one location. But it really is an interesting film. And I think it's written incredibly well with some great performances. They have great chemistry with each other. And it really just is a heartfelt, heartwarming film. 
that tackles body image, sex, and things of that nature, but it's not crude or grass, crass. It's very kind of palatable, which is which which I really enjoyed. Number seven is Honk for Jesus, Save Your Soul, mockumentary about mega churches. Um, incredible performances from Regina Hall and Sterling K. Brown. I think they were both great. I have some problems with the script. I think it ha- it lacked identity at times, didn't know exactly what it wanted to be. Um, there was some jarring editing choices, but that doesn't take away from the fact that it is incredibly compelling film and really, really well done, and I really enjoyed it. Number six is Emily the Criminal, uh, starring Aubrey Plaza. I was very interested in this one. I thought that the um, I thought that like the whole kind of synopsis and plot of the movie was incredibly intriguing. I really enjoyed it. It was very tense. It was very thrilling. It was well written. It was well executed. I really liked the performance from Aubrey Plaza. It's really really awesome. Uh, number five is After Yang, which comes out I believe in March. Um, from A24, starring Colin Farrell. Really, really deep and emotional, kind of sad, retrospective kind of film that deals with life, what it means to be human, identity. It deals with a lot of those deep themes. Um, This is probably one of the best technical films of the festival when it comes to set design, sound design, costume design, editing, choices, and cinematography. I think incredibly well done film and a very effective film that I really, really enjoyed. Number four, number four is Duel, uh, which also got bought at Sundance. I forget by who, um, but it was purchased at Sundance, um, starring Karen Gillan and Aaron Paul. This is a very dark comedy that I really enjoyed. I think the, the darkness of the comedy worked for me. It's not for everyone. It deals with some, you know, really tough stuff and I don't think people are all I don't think everyone's gonna love the performances from Gillen and Paul but I really liked them it just worked for me um but yeah overall a pretty solid project some nice sci-fi elements as well but another one that kind of deals with being human and identity and things of that nature but not being serious like after Yang it is more of a kind of deep comedy which I really enjoyed Coming in at number three is Living. Uh, the It is an adaptation of Ikiru by Akira Kurosawa, um, set in, I believe, 1950s or something like that, post-World War II uh, Great Britain. Very heartfelt, very warm, uh, incredible performances. Really, really dug this one. It deals with living and, you know, kind of living your life to the fullest. That's really kind of the, the, the message of this film and, you know, not being caught up in the day-to-day, but like living life to the fullest. And I really enjoyed it. It's got great performances. It, it hits with all the emotion really, really effectively and well. And it was just a damn heartfelt and good time. I really, really liked it. It really did. It, it did really good. I really enjoyed it. Number two is Fresh. This film is awesome. It's incredible. It is hard to watch. It is a lot. Um, I'm not going to say much because I don't want to spoil it. I did a review on my YouTube channel. You can go check it out if you want for more more thoughts, but they're really vague because I just can't say a lot about this film. comes out on Hulu on March 4th. I will say that I think it is Sebastian Stan's best performance. He's, he commands and steals every scene that he's in. 
He is absolutely fantastic. This film is a wild ass time. It's so good. I, t- I'm telling you all, watch this film and go in with as little information as possible because this film takes you on a freaking ride and I loved it so much. But my favorite film of Sundance, I also did a review of this one on my YouTube channel, is Cha-Cha Real Smooth. The next film by Cooper Rafe, who did Shit House a few years ago, um, this film is just a joy. It's the most heartfelt film. I think it's got the best performances. It's got the best writing and story. Cooper Rafe is an absolute gem. From writing to directing to acting, I think his performance is incredible as well. Dakota Johnson is also fabulous in this film. They have great chemistry with each other. But again, like I said, this is incredibly heartfelt, warm, kind of fuzzy film. It deals with some, you know, difficult, like, you know, themes and, and there are some sad moments, but it really is a feel-good kind of film that, that has a lot of really good about it. Um, I really enjoyed this one. It's coming of age, but not. If that makes sense, if you've seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, it got picked up by Apple TV+. Plus. This is the second year in a row that I think the crowd pleaser of Sundance got picked up by Apple TV because Coda last year was the crowd pleaser of Sundance that got picked up by Apple TV. And this year, I think it's Cha-Cha Real Smooth. This film is incredible. Like I've already said, I really loved it. I think about it constantly. I can't wait to watch it again. I really considered watching it a second time during Sundance. Um, I just, there was too much to watch. so I just never got around to it. But it really is the best film of Sundance. I think a lot of people will agree. It got picked up by Apple TV. I am very, very excited to see when it comes out. Um, And yeah, I mean, that's my favorite film of Sundance. I'm going to do a quick just kind of rehash just so that you guys all know. My top 10 films of the Sundance Film Festival 2022. We had Lucy and Desi again, directed by Amy Poehler. Uh, 892 with the incredible performance from John Boyega. Uh, good luck to you, Leo Grande is at number eight with a really great performance by Emma Thompson. Honk for Jesus, Save Your Soul is at number seven with Regina Hall and um, Sterling K. Brown. Great mockumentary. Number six is Emily the Criminal. Great performance from Robbie Plaza. Really awesome writing. Five, After Yang, the new film from A24 starring Colin Farrell, which is fantastic. Four is Duel starring Aaron Paul and Karen Gillan, which was just an incredible dark comedy that I loved. Three was Living, the adaptation of Akiru, uh, set in post-World War II, Great Britain. Really, really loved that film. Two is Fresh, which comes out March 4th on Hulu, starring Sebastian Stan, who is who gives his probably career-best performance in this. Just phenomenal. But my number one is Cha-Cha Real Smooth, the newest film by Cooper Rafe, starring himself, Dakota Johnson, that just got picked up by Apple TV+. I implore all of you to watch all of these films when they come out. I really loved them, and that is my top 10 films of Sundance 2022. So that's it for the episode. I can't help you with movies. Jesus, Siri. Holy mother of God. If you don't know, I just got an Apple Watch, and that scared the living crap out of me. I almost had a heart attack live on this podcast. That is it for the episode. This is a short episode. It was more of an update episode. Uh, Next week, I don't know. Is that... Death on the Nile, I think. Whatever comes out next week, I need to check. I don't remember what comes out next week, so 
we'll see. Maybe Uncharted. No, it's Death on the Nile. Definitely Death on the Nile. We'll be covering in next week's episode. But if you stayed, this is not that long of an episode. We're trying to get to 20 minutes. That's as far as I'm trying to get. Announcement, announcement, announcement. I am starting a series with this podcast. Um, because I don't want it to be the same stale, stagnant thing. Um, I want to do something where I want to review a franchise. And I'm taking some inspiration from the Film Optics podcast who do this podcast thing way better than I do. So shout out to them. Go check them out if you have not already. But mine, I want to do. I want to do one a little heftier. Uh, I'm very. I, I'm very pleased to announce on the podcast that starting sometime in the next few weeks, we are going to start reviewing the MCU on this podcast. And basically, how that's going to look is each episode is going to be a different movie. We're going to go in chronological order of how they were released. So the first movie will be Iron Man. And it's going to be full comprehensive. I'm going to try to shoot for half an hour episodes where we review each movie. I'm going to do this solo mostly, but I'm also going to try to get some guests as we go. But my hope is to do this weekly, have one a week, and double up on uploads when I do an episode covering a new release. So I'm not going to guarantee each week that I cover a new release. I'm not going to guarantee that. But like next week, I'll cover Death on the Nile, okay? But then when this starts, if I do a new release episode, you will get a bonus episode that week covering another one of the, the MCU films. So for example, next week, I'm covering Death on the Nile for the podcast. I'm not starting this next week, by the way, but this is an example. You will get a bonus episode this that next week. You'll get two. You get Death on the Nile and you'll get Iron Man. I'm still trying to figure out when I want these to release. I'm thinking maybe an episode. I'm still Wednesday, I think. But then maybe Saturday or Sunday? I'm not sure. Let me know if you're listening to this. Hit me up on Twitter. Hit me up on uh, hit me up on Twitter. Hit me up on Instagram. Let me know when do you want the second episode to be when I do two episodes. So that's very exciting. I'm really looking forward to this. Um, if you are listening and you are one of my critic friends and you want to be on an episode, let me know. Uh, I'm very flexible with times because this is a series that we can pre-record. Um, but I'm really looking forward to it. I wanted to do something new kind of change up the content on on the podcast again you are still getting podcast episodes for new releases when big new releases come out but you'll be getting bonus episodes reviewing the mcu so that is it guys i'm very excited um thank you so much for listening i really do appreciate it i am looking forward to the future of this podcast really grinding the podcast and taking it to the next level I want to build it and grow it like I did my YouTube channel. I really appreciate you all listening. Have a rest of your week. Go watch a movie. And we'll see you next time.